but the gospel is good news. Pointing people back to the just the root of everything, which is you know, it's it's Jesus, it's it's our risen Savior, uh, it's the simplicity of the gospel. We have a, an awesome Savior, and we can live a glorious, victorious life without fear. Um, the Bible says, "Such as a man thinketh, so is he." Hello, folks. My name is Lonnie Wood. I'm with Victorious Christianity Podcast and Pastor of Restoration Life Church in McGee, Mississippi. And we're just so glad that you have chosen to tune in and be with us today in our podcast. And I am especially excited today. I have a good friend of mine who we've done some traveling together. In fact, uh, uh, we went to Brother Roger, let me go to uh, Costa Rica with him uh, this past year. We had a wonderful time over there ministering God's Word. And uh, so I, I've just come to know this brother, and the more I, I learn about him and his wife, Cheryl, they're just the, some of the most precious people you ever want to meet, humble, uh, love the Lord, love people and uh, really, really know the Word of God, and I appreciate uh, Brother Roger. I want him to talk and share some uh, here in just a minute, but uh, Brother Roger comes to us all the way from Cedartown, Georgia. He and Cheryl uh, have been in full-time ministry, I guess, for decades now, for a long, long time, and go all over the world preaching the good news of the kingdom of God, and so uh, we thank God for Brother Roger being here with us today, and he's going to take a few minutes and, and just share with us what the Lord is, is doing in their ministry and what uh, uh, Brother Roger, we were talking a few minutes ago before we came on the podcast, maybe that you could share with us uh, kind of what you feel like the Lord is doing there in Asbury, that we know that it is a move of God. Some have said, well, it's, it's not, we don't know that it's revival. We don't know if it's a reformation. We don't know whether to call it an outpouring. Uh, maybe all the, above, all the above, I don't know. But we know that something is happening there. People's lives are being changed, being restored, deliverances, healings. Just a couple of days ago, I, I heard uh, someone say uh, on a podcast that there had been like 870 documented healings there in Asbury. So we know that God is moving, and it's not just in Asbury. God is moving all over the world. God is moving mm. in McGee, Mississippi. We're Amen. right in the middle of a four-day conference here at Restoration Life Church. And you, uh, you ministered to us, Brother Roger, here, when was it, a couple of nights ago? And uh, God used you in a powerful way, as, as he always does. And, Brother Roger, I couldn't be more honored to have you here on our, on our program with us. And we want you just to take your liberty and share with the people what you feel like God is doing. What's he doing in your ministry? What's he doing in Asbury? What's he doing in the world today? What is God, what is God doing and what are you seeing God do uh, in the world today with his church, uh, with his people, and uh, with your ministry as well? Well, Brother Lonnie, first of all, uh, before I start, I want to I want to thank you for uh, our relationship. We've known each other for quite a few years now, and you've known, you know, I think my sons and different ones in my family yes. and different ones, and and uh, <clears throat> my wife's here in the studio uh, with us today. And uh, but I want to thank you for who you are, and let you know that I appreciate uh, your contribution uh, to what God's doing in the earth today. Uh, you mentioned, uh, you know, that we didn't know what to call. We're talking about, speaking of the Asbury uh, revival, 
but we wouldn't really know what, what to call it, whether it's a, a revival, reformation, or uh, just a moving of God or whatever. It reminded me when you said that of what the uh, Apostle Peter said when he stood up on the day of Pentecost. He didn't call it a name. He said, this is that. It's already been named. <laughs> hey, uh, man, you know good. what Peter this said? They that. didn't have to yeah. come up with a name. They already he said this has already been named. Wow, amen. And uh, so whenever uh, we look at what what God's doing in the earth, it's not just in Asbury. Uh, as you know, we go overseas. We go to different places. Uh, you know, in 2015, we started going to uh, over to Thailand, and um, uh, we started helping develop a, a bachelor's program out of their school. They had it going and they needed an accreditation. We had that accreditation and we, um, we stepped in there and began to uh, raise up generations of pastors and begin to train them who now are going to five different countries, China, uh, uh, Myanmar, Cambodia, uh, Laos, and, and those places, and there's real revival. Uh, I saw mm -hmm. we're right now we're in the middle of uh, uh, teaching in India, going to a school, but I'll do most of my teaching there for the initial part um, online through Zoom and, and all. Uh, we did a Zoom not long ago in Pakistan and had uh, miracles happen. One man mm -hmm. sitting in there, and as I uh, came to a place, I had him stand up by faith into what God was saying. And one man that came in there uh, with a stick with his leg messed up, God healed him. He went walking walking away. Another, uh, the, the tumor right during the preaching uh, disappeared. So, you know, we can talk those things. Thank God for the healings that God does. God's primary purpose, though, is to bring us together by the Spirit of God as one people. Now, I'm not talking about just the church either. God's, God's purpose uh, was outlined whenever he said in John three sixteen, for God so loved, he didn't say for so loved the church. He said, for God so loved the world. So his God's goal, God's intention is to bring the whole world to himself. Absolutely. And then we as one, uh, one people manifest the glory of God in the earth. Yes. Um, much God. like, much like Adam did in the beginning, Adam walked with God. See, and there's the thing uh, that that what made Adam's existence so great uh, is is his father came. You know, I, I look at like a, a relationship between a, a father and a son. You know, Father God came and spent time. Amen. You know, I feel like somebody might be listening right now that may may be feeling like you're alone. Maybe feeling like you don't have a relationship. But let me invite you as we do this, you listen to this podcast, let me invite you to do like Adam did in the beginning. God long, God wanted that relationship yes, too. God wanted to come in the, in the cool of the day and spend time with Adam. You know, when we've, I'm, uh, uh, brother, uh, we were just were hearing uh, Dr. Howes as he was talking about uh, ministering uh, so powerfully, you know, and uh, G.L. Park spoke the other night. One thing that's free, that, you know, the people in this room could be very uh, intimidating, except uh, G.L. Park said the other night, uh, we're all different. So that's a freeing thing. 
Absolutely. We're freeing. Amen. Uh, and, you know, that's freeing that we can be who we are. And see, that's, God came in the cool of the day and spent time with Adam, and he was coaching him. He wasn't holding him back and saying, Adam, go, go name the animals and go, go, you know, you go do what I created you to do. And that's the same thing God does with us when we spend time with God. He just releases us. So I want to encourage those that are listening, spend some time with the Father. You know, you may not have even had an earthly daddy that spent time in, I mean, you had an earthly, uh, somebody fathered you. Uh, but, but, but spend some time with Father God because He knows what He created you for. That's right. He knows what He created us to do. And when we can move by His instruction, uh, you know, and that's the same thing. God knows how to bring the whole world unto Himself. We, we've been satisfied as the church if, ju if just a few would come in. You know, we're so glad. And, and uh, you know, we say, well, somebody got saved in the, in the revival or somebody got born again. You know, and, and I, I like to do that. I love to win. I love leading people to Jesus. I, love, I still love to do that. I love uh, praying for them and seeing them be baptized with the Holy Ghost. Uh, yes. But you know what I love even more is whenever they, uh, whenever they can begin to sense for themselves Father God in their lives and doing something great. And see, that, yeah. I, that I think, uh, Brother Lonnie, is what's happening uh, in Asbury. It's, it's people that grew up hearing the church, people that grew up. You know, we, we say uh, that, that there's not been influence with any man uh, for that. Well, I don't really believe that. Seeds been planted over sure. the years. Absolutely. You know, there may not be anybody up front right now that's that's saying, you know, there might not be a Billy Graham or a, uh, you know, or Oral Roberts or or anybody out out there leading it. Uh, but but somebody, some grandmother, some mother, some father, uh, some pastor, some Sunday school teacher, that's has right. dropped seed in their heart, and that sparked something. They whenever they got out, they recognized. This presence I feel is God. How did they know that? They knew that because somebody dropped a seed in their heart. And see, I've heard some criticism about Asbury. Uh, you know, read some, not, not really heard it, but I've read some, uh, you know, that it was emotionalism. It was that, you know, we all started with an emotional, uh, an emotional sure. experience. If you don't think it's emotional, come into the presence of God. <laughs> See if your emotions Amen. don't go yeah. don't go haywire. You think yeah. you've been short circuited because you're in the presence of God now. You know we don't live off of that. You know I've learned not to go by what I feel. I've learned by faith to walk by what the Word of God says, regardless of what I feel. Uh, but at the same time, somebody uh, sowed a seed. And, you know, sure. what we can't handle, uh, you know, for uh, three or four years now the, during uh, uh, the pandemic and during the uh, presidential elections and all that, we've seen riots and we've seen all these people uh, raising Hades. I'll yeah. water it Amen. down there. Yeah. Right, you know, I've seen all these people and, That's you know, right. the news, the news people want to really cover that with a positive uh, attitude. But now God starts moving. And all of a sudden, they want to go to the negative side. But I want to tell you what, God, the, just like Esther, God's raised a people up for such a time as this. 
And God, God knows where the hunger is, and He is stirring the hunger inside of those where the seed was been planted. It may have been there since they were were a child, since they were four, five, six years old, and but yet here at this time, God's bringing some things to to light. Before uh, the Asbury thing ever started, God gave me the scripture in James five and seven, and says, uh, "Be patient, therefore, brethren, under the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husband will." waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth. Mm-hmm. The husband being husbandman being Jesus. Yes. See that the fruit of the earth is what uh, is what God's waiting on. He's patiently waiting. That doesn't mean he's not active. Pa- being patient doesn't mean we're not active. That's right. That means if we don't see the results we want right now, we're going to listen for what God has what for the next step. You know, and, and uh, you may have been sitting back saying, God, how long will it be? I say that sometimes. Yes. How long before I see the results of my prayers? How long? But see, God, God's patiently waiting and he's imparting patience into us. Uh, so he, the, the key is he's, he's wanting the precious fruit of the earth uh, and hath long patience to wait for it until he receiveth the early and the latter rain. Mm. Now, I, I kind of in the past few decades, uh, I always thought somebody said, well, the, the latter rain movement came back there in the 40s and 50s. So I'm thinking, well, I didn't miss this uh, latter rain. You know, I'm, uh, I've uh, done come through all this time and, and God, you moved before I ever got on the, on the thing. But, but the Lord showed me something when I began to read this scripture uh, that the early and the latter rain wasn't a, just a movement. It was a process that God uh, did, does in bringing that precious fruit that he has in the earth to him. Uh, and uh, that early rain, I looked up the, the uh, I'm not going to try to speak Greek, but uh, that early rain, and it's a, a, a Greek word, uh, Y-O-R-E-H, uh, that means that early rain is that rain that comes that softens the ground mm-hmm. in the spring, that gets it ready for the seed. And that's what, that's what this saying, prophetically speaking, there's, there's a little tendency when I start to say, because I know what people are thinking. Right. Uh, you know, they either think, well, if it's revival, it's going to bring a great harvest. No, right now, you you needn't, you know, this is the answer to the prayers that our our parents, our grandparents, uh, the, the, the generals that went before us and have prayed, we're beginning to see some fruit come forth in it. Uh, but it's not the harvest yet. It's the softening of the ground. It's God making that ground ready for the seed because we know it's just not the, not that initial seed of salvation or what we uh, in in this circle in our circles brother Lonnie uh, would call Passover it's not just the, uh, the that initial Passover or salvation experience we know that there's more to come but in this stage there's a softening of the soil there's a softening all over the world yes uh, that God is softening hearts. God is making ready. And that's why it excites me sometimes, many times, every time, whenever I get to go to the nations. I had to turn one one door down this year because I had so many uh, there because God said, no, you got to focus on this place right now because it's ready. Uh, the, the soil's ready. There, there's uh, seed that, that's ready to go in uh, there. So uh, as we go forward, uh, 
you know, don't be disappointed because you're not seeing the harvest that you need. So I see so many uh, ministers today that are frustrated that they're not seeing all the, the, the signs and wonders and healings like they used to see. You know, I've seen awesome, awesome uh, healings and, and wonders. I mean, the first first miracle I ever saw in my own ministry, I was still a, uh, a little Baptist boy, <laughs> a tent up in Danville, Virginia, and went. Uh, I had a, a just uh, because I'd heard somebody else do it, I just opened up a, a prayer line. This little lady come up there, elderly lady, and she had a cancer on the side of her face. And uh, she said, uh, I want you to pray for my can-. Well, I didn't know how to pray for somebody with uh, with cancer. And uh, um, I said, I just stood back and she grabbed my hand and she said, uh, she said, I didn't ask you to heal me. I just asked you to pray. And she slapped my slapped my hand on the side of her face. And when I moved my hand, the thing fell off in my hand. Well, I didn't know where to, where to, I don't know what to do. It actually, to be honest, it scared me because it's not what we can do. It's what God does. Yes. And Amen. see, that's what God's doing. He's showing out. We've tried to bring this harvest ourselves for so long. And God said, I'm going to bring a harvest in the earth. That's what's happening. I don't want to get ahead because I got some things for your church later. But uh, but okay. but that that's what's happening right here in this meeting right now. We think it's just another convenience. It's not. God's brought people together with a common goal and, and a commonness in the spirit uh, that is setting us in the stage uh, in the place to begin to feed some hungry people as a, there will come a time whenever what's happening in Asbury will begin to wane it'll begin to go and people will go their different ways but there will be some that are saying I'm still hungry there'll be some right. that are saying I've got to find those that can feed this hunger inside of me right. and you know thank God it started out this morning I wrote it down in my notes in the the service this morning, what the Holy Ghost has spoken unto me. Uh, no, actually, it was last night. I think when the uh, when uh, the friends of Devin uh, were were singing, the praise team and and, and different ones that were up there uh, when they were singing, and and I thought about Asbury then. Whenever the the it's mostly the praise and worship and and. In Israel, they said, send Judah first. Judah means the praise. Those were go. the worshipers. Yes. So when you see something begin to happen in the worship, uh, you can begin to get ready because something's coming behind that. Uh, see, that yes. the worship comes first. It begins to help prepare, prepare the soul, begins to help us get ready for what God's doing next. So see, that early rain has come to soften the hearts. It came with Judah or the worship beginning to come forth. Last night I felt it. There's something about that worship that began to wake something up in us. That began yes. to, And see, that, that's just a little, little glimpse of what God's doing there. Uh, Lee College and, and the, the college in Texas and, and different ones. And I'm praying it goes right on into uh, uh, in the secular colleges and all. And why is it God doing it outside of the church because we've had our formulas we've tried to put it in a box and god That's said right. i'm not going to stay in your box i'm going to get outside the box but said don't don't uh, don't quit because they're going to need somewhere to go that season that's going to be able to bring you uh, forward in what he's doing and that latter rain then you know, thank God. For, and I'm focusing a lot on the, the, the early rain because I believe that's where we are. I believe that's where Asbury is. I believe that's what's happening in the nations of the world. There's a there's an early rain that's coming. But 
but mark my word that God is setting the stage now for the latter rain because whenever those latter rains come, it's whenever the 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 plants have already come up. It's it's whenever uh, the uh, if you look at fruit trees, we've just been dealing with fruit trees before we came down here, uh, and all that. That latter rain comes and it begins to go to those roots of the tree. And whether you know it or not, Psalm one said you're. Uh, you're like a tree planted by rivers of living water. Yes, amen. And out of those living waters begins to come life. It begins to come up in, Jesus said, I'm the vine and you're the branches. Yes. And up from the vine and then into the branches, you're that, those branches now. And what happens whenever, uh, whenever that life, that tree gets so full of life, uh, it's more than it can contain. It begins to produce fruit. God's after the precious fruit of the earth. And see, there's where, there's where we, we, we begin to come in. There is a harvest. And you've got to see the harvest whenever you're in the early rain so you don't get discouraged and give up. I'm, one, I'm an Im, a impatient gardener. You know, I plant today and go out and look and see if the seeds come up tomorrow. But it doesn't do that. You know, have to wait for that processing of time whenever, uh, whenever. And see, that's what's happening. There, there'll be a time when somebody will, uh, in, in, in the, the movements or whatever, the, the, the revivals we call it, uh, that's going on, uh, in that, that early rain that's going on, when they'll get discouraged because they're not seeing uh, the harvest that they want. They're not seeing the things that they want. Uh, but then the rain will come again with that latter rain that will begin to bring some encouragement and, and something will begin to be set in place. And I promise you, the, the prophets have already prophesied uh, that the glory of the Lord is going to cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Now, I think Brother GL that was with you the other day right here on this prod, prod, podcast uh, can explain that, that sea and everything. But I, I believe that whenever uh, we... Look at the earth and God's plan for the earth. God so loved the world. I don't know about you, but a real, a real love is not going to abandon what he loves. Amen. I really love my wife. And I'm not going to run off and abandon her. That's right. See, so God's... If I love her like that, then why do you think God uh, does that for God so loved the world? Now, somebody said one time, and I, I don't, you know, there may be some kind of truth in it, but I never really connected with it, that, that God loved the world and Christ loved the church. But see, I and my father are one, Jesus said, so I can't see a separation there. The, the love of God is, um, reminded of an old song, the love of God is greater far than tongue That's or right. pen can ever tell. That's right. Amen. And I'm on a podcast, so I'm, uh, I'm about to get weepy here, so i got to uh, uh, But see, here, right. that, that latter, that early and latter rain, is, and we're in that time. Yeah. We're in that time. God signaled that to me. said, remember what you wrote when I heard, and, and what God, the Holy Ghost spoke this to me. I said, well, uh, you know, uh, is this just for me? Yes, it's for me, so I'll understand what's going on. Uh, the Apostle Peter said in... Uh, Acts the third chapter. Uh, he said, Repent you therefore and be converted that your sins may, may be blotted out when the times of refreshing. Now we got a choice. We can stand back and criticize what God's doing or we can join in that refreshing. Yes, yes amen. 
The, the scripture says the rain will fall on the just and the unjust. Now, we can stand back and say, well, them people ain't just. They don't deserve that because they haven't been in as long as we have. Yeah. Or we can get out in the rain with them. Yeah. <laughs> and we can let that rain, uh, that, that rain begin to uh, uh, cover us. Yeah. Let begin to, uh, you know, the rain of the Spirit begin to refresh us and say, okay, now, I, I'm being refreshed in who I am. God's not taking away our revelation. Because he's doing something uh, in the earth with the young people because he's sending Judah first. Right. He's simply sign signaling that now, uh, now he is preparing the soul and getting us ready to go into a greater place. But see, that the, the, the uh, times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. What are they saying? This is presence. We've entered into the presence of the God. Mm. Yes. So now it's telling me there's a time of refreshing. It's a time for those of us that are maybe veterans. I've been in this thing 56 years, but I've never found a time that I didn't need to spend time in the presence of God. Right, yes. Just like Adam, uh, like Adam spent time in that garden in the presence of the Father. And see... I believe that God knows what he's doing. I believe yes, that God is. Amen. Uh, the word, the, let me read verse 21 in, in uh, Acts 3. He says, Whom heaven must receive until the times of restitution, or uh, uh, another translation of the word restitution is restoration. And I believe there's, there's restoration coming forth on the earth. Uh, I believe that God is beginning to honor the words that we have preached. You know, it's not a time. I, I believe we're going to see something uh, even greater out of this time that we're in. Not just because of what's happening in, in Asbury and all the other colleges and, and happening around the world as far as uh, that, that early rain. But because it's the timing of the Lord. Uh, that God is beginning to break some some barriers down, some denominational barriers. You know, uh, I remember whenever I was baptized in the Holy Ghost, uh, that the denomination I happened to be a part of uh, was actually born into. Uh, Brother G.L. would say that was my mother, yeah. <laughs> you know, in the faith. Uh, but uh, there's a restoration in the earth that God is bringing us to, that he's restoring. What's he restoring? He's restoring himself. What's, what, what's missing in some of the places that have put a box around their denomination? And it hasn't just been denominations that, that's recognized. It's been, you know, even circles that sometimes we are in, or maybe you are in that are listening. Uh, you know, I remember whenever that, that original church, one of the, the big things is whether there was going to be a premillennial, postmillennial, or uh, amillennial rapture or, and stuff like that. So they're arguing. Over, and, you know, it was very confusing. Then you got, got uh, those that argue whether there'll even be a rapture, whether there will or won't or whatever. Uh, you know, we've majored on things that has distracted us from the harvest that God has in the earth. So, Brother Lonnie, it's a pleasure uh, to be here and to be in the, the your church has been so awesome uh, during this time. And it's been awesome to uh, be a part of this podcast. And uh, 
I'll pause a minute and see if there's you want to jump in here. Well, uh, no, I you know you can just go right on. Yeah, we're enjoying what you're saying, and it, God's using you. you I, I sense the anointing on you to share. Uh, Brother Rogers, so uh, don't hold back. Just let the Lord use you. Uh, I will say this, as you were sharing a minute ago concerning the the the, the former and the latter rain, um, you know, and, and if one has a question as to what is God doing uh, in the earth today at Asbury and the other colleges that you mentioned and, and having to do with the, the former and the latter rain, when these young, these young people go home, go back home. They, those who are, what, 18, 20, 25 years of age yeah. uh, today who get restored, they, they get their burdens, uh, they're delivered, they're, they're born again, whatever the, the situation, God's, God's pouring his spirit out upon them. And, and I, uh, I think what I hear you saying is this is uh, uh, maybe a part of the former rain. Something's going to happen with those people that God is, is saving there. They, they will go home and, and uh, five years will be passed, 10 years will pass, and they, they will become seasoned. And while there's not a, a necessarily a, a specific individual or individuals who is actually leading this, like as you mentioned, some major name minister or preacher or whatever, uh, God's doing this himself. God knows Amen. how to do this by himself. Uh, but in the but in the, in days ahead, uh, these people will will want to get somewhere and be seasoned and be taught by uh, the fathers of the faith, and uh, and they will be, and and I think as as uh, years turn into decades and 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 we 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 uh, see what God is doing there, we'll see what God does with that. What is God going to do next? And I, you know, while we can just sit here and imagine what that latter rain may be, what we do know is it's going to be uh, it's going to be what you mentioned uh, a minute ago concerning the Spirit of God covering the earth. I believe that the Spirit of God will cover the earth. The knowledge of the glory of God will Amen. cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. And um, I, I just, I tell people I've been to the sea and you, and you can look 360 degrees and you see nothing but water. And, and I think God is going to cover the earth with His, with his Spirit, with His presence, with His power. And I think there is, uh, God will always and always has had a remnant that He will bring out of, uh, of, of Christianity that will that will do the things that he has uh, called appointed and anointed them to do um i believe that god has called each and every one of us uh to a particular lane that we are to serve in whatever that may be uh, everybody may not pastor everybody may not uh, travel like you do and be an itinerary ministry and travel all over the world but they have something so to have fellowship like we've had this week at our conference, as you have said, has, has just absolutely been awesome. God has been moving. As I was saying on our last uh, podcast with, uh, with Brother Lynn, uh, when the service closed this morning and I was trying to close, when I took the microphone, and I, I very seldom find myself without something to say, 
uh, Brother Roger, but honestly, I didn't know how to close the service. Uh, I just, uh, sometimes I just want my wife, just here, you do this, you know, because I, I don't know what to say. It's just, it's so good. I mean, and, and uh, but anyway, back to what I was saying a moment ago. God has got something uh, up his sleeve more than his arm. God is doing something in the earth today, and I don't know that we have a picture of it. We got, we got an idea. We see God moving in Asbury and all over the world. You see God moving all over the, the various countries that you go to. And, and God is. He, he is really moving, and miracles are happening just like you said. And the thing that, that, that I guess I could say, the thing that just gets me is that how the media today can cover all of the bad stuff that you ever want to think about. I mean, the, and their ratings go up. This is just what they love to do. But and a lot of that's fake news, as we know. But it but it boosts their ratings. Yeah. But let somebody get healed of cancer and it fall off in their hand, like it did when 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 you prayed for that lady. Uh, uh, my God, wh wh where why is that on, not on the news? You know. So so what God is doing is is not. People don't, the, the, the news don't want to bring good stuff. That doesn't cause their ratings to go up. But that's okay, because here's the thing. That's not going to stop God. Amen. God is going to, to save people and heal people. Miracles are going to continue to happen. Uh, it, God, this thing is not going down, brother. We're Amen. going up. Amen. Uh, you know, little, little does, does a lot of people believe in Christianity today is that the church is not going to hell in a handbasket. We are rising. Amen. Uh, arise, shine, the light has come. The Amen. glory of God is up on you. Amen. Amen. So uh, I'm excited about what God is doing because I know that he's doing more. He's doing more than, what the, than, than just Asbury. And as great as that is, God is working in, in healing and doing miracles, and people are getting saved all over this world. And that's not about to stop. When the latter rain, oh, my God, we can't even Amen. imagine. I don't think we can even imagine what the latter rain is going to be like. I don't think we've moved into it because why? Because I, I think maybe in Christianity we have let legalism. You know, my church don't do it that way. We don't see it like you see it. Uh, my preacher don't believe that. We our church don't believe this, that, and the other. So it's more like as as, as uh, Dr. Lynn Howe said on our previous broadcast. It's more about what we can't do in the church than what we can do. Yeah. Uh, God has liberated us, Brother Roger. And, and, and that's why our, our podcast is Victorious Christianity. Praise God. Praise we God. have the victory. Uh, so God is moving, and, and I could not be more excited. I don't remember if I've ever been this excited in my life about what I see God do. So I just want to encourage our listeners. Uh, you be encouraged. You may be going through some trial, uh, tribulation. It, it, it could be financial. It could be uh, relational, whatever the case may be. Um, just trust God, Tr trust God, give God an opportunity to fix it for you. Because, Brother Roger, you and I know a God that has fixed Amen. it for us. Amen. He's a great God. God is greater than what we give him credit for. Amen. You know, he's not a, a, a big uh, monster up there in heaven with a spiritual baseball bat ready to hit Amen. us over the head when we mess up. Look, we may mess up, <clears throat> but we got a God who is our Father. You mentioned earlier, our God is our Father. And our God is, is, is not up there uh, getting ready to, to, to uh, chastise us, hurt us, and, uh, you know, for something that we do wrong. We have a God who is a forgiving God and a loving God and a merciful God. 
So, um, so anyway, I, I, I'll talk too much if I don't hush you. I, I want you to close us out today, uh, Brother Roger. Uh, again, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for being with us on our podcast. Uh, uh, in, in while I'm thinking about it, uh, folks, if you'd like to see us on YouTube, uh, you can do that. Just pull us up on YouTube and you can see this program there or you can listen to it on podcast, whatever is best and easier for you. But, Brother Roger, thank you again for coming, my friend. Uh, I love and appreciate you and your wife. I appreciate your ministry. I see God in you. I see, I see God in, in your life, in your humility, in your wisdom. Uh, I, I mentioned this the other night and, and uh, how that we were in Costa Rica. Yeah. And, and you remember that night. <laughs> you and I won't ever forget that night yeah. uh, when just outside the door. It sounded like a, an automatic rifle going off. I mean, it's really, it's really what it sounded like. And so... But uh, you were ministering, and I thought, now, I, I looked at you, and I thought, now, how is Prophet Roger going to deal with this? And I thought, I am so proud of my friend. Um, the way you handle those people, Brother Roger, I just thank God for you. You know, and when we finally went outside to see what a bloody mess that was that was going on outside that church, just 50, 60 feet down from the doors, and the doors of the church wide open. Uh, you know how it is over there yeah. in those third world countries. And uh, so, but but you handle it well. God is using you not just in the states, but He's using you all over the world. And I'm just honored to be a friend of yours, and you're a friend of mine, and your wife. And so, just thank God for you. Do you have some final words that you'd like to say before we close? Amen. You know, you know, brother Lon, just a word about that uh, incident in in Costa Rica and. Uh, when we walked in that night, when we walked when we walked into that church, God gave me a vision, and I saw, like as it were, like oil being dumped over the church. I mean, over the whole church, and uh, and I heard Holy Spirit say, uh, "I'm putting my protection on this church," Praise meaning God. the physical building. Yes. And you know, if it hadn't been for that, whenever everything started. I would have panicked. I and I got up and told the people that the translator uh, told we we told the people. I told the people God's put His protection over this church. Why I didn't know why I was saying that because when we pulled up, everything looked everything peaceful, calm, everything yeah. looked calm, and and all. But whenever that started, Holy Ghost reminded me of that. Uh, you know, some of the people got up and ran out, and the ladies ran, and they came back in weeping and crying. I thought, well, if God said this, inside this church is worth protection, I don't believe I'd have run outside. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but they they forgot what I said uh, real quickly. And the Lord, I started to sit down and just, you know, the service is over. I was uh, probably eighty um, percent through with my message, and uh, but the Lord said, don't you sit down yet? No. And I said, uh, I. I Asked them, the pastor come back in, young 26-year-old uh, guy, or young in the ministry, and uh, uh, they, they begin to apologize, you know, and I said, give me five more minutes. And in that five minutes, uh, I sensed the peace of God because I just addressed Absolutely. them and reminded them what God had said in, in the, yes. uh, at the beginning, that they were under the protection of God, and things just, I mean, God just did it. You know, I like to take the credit, but it was just God. Because yeah. <laughs> I want to tell you what, when I heard that going off, I thought I would have been ducking under <laughs> something. Uh, but thank God, he he is. Uh, one more thing about. Well, I thought if Roger's going to stay here, I'm going to stay with him. <laughs> so, so neither one of us. Yeah, I wanted to hide behind you, <laughs> I brother. <know. laughs> yeah. uh, but but one more thing about the, the what's happening at Asbury, Asbury, to see what God's going to do, 
sometimes we have to look back at what God did do. That doesn't mean God's going to do the same way or the same, exactly the same Amen. way he did. But I look back at the Jesus revivals uh, that came out of the, the, the 70s and out of uh, the Vietnam era and all that. Uh, I was privileged to meet uh, uh, Pastor George Morris that came out of that Jesus revival where, you know, they were just coming back, uh, druggies and all kinds of uh, people that were, were not uh, the first choice for the churches and all. Uh, but he raised up, God used him, and he raised up a big church out there in uh, Denver, Colorado. Uh, I think about 5,000. Uh, and out of that uh, church, they sent out missionaries. That's why I met him. As one of the missionaries he sent out was part of what we were doing there in Thailand, uh, and other other uh, people I know of that came out of that revival. And see, there will begin to be leaders that raise up with this uh, with this uh, presence of God that's that's coming out now. Yes. And these leaders, I'm gonna tell you how you first gonna know them is they're gonna seek out the wisdom of those that have gone before. They may show up at your church and say, Brother Lonnie, we, we, we thank God for the presence, but we know there's more. Yeah. And God's equipping us to be able to pour into their lives. And uh, thank God for, for men that you just had. We just had Dr. Hiles right here and different ones that have set the stage of. And I want to encourage the people that are listening, watching um, today. Um, I got to go back to just what I, Holy Ghost said to me about about Adam spending time with the Father and the Father coming to spend time with Him. That's key. That's true. It's it's not just getting it's just not enhancing our doctrines. It's spending time with the Father. God spoke to me uh, before last week and said, "I want you to know the Word." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay, God, I'm." I'm going to get in the Word. I'm going to read my... He said, no, I want you to know the Word. And he took me to John in the first chapter, and he said, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And uh, forgive me if I repeated myself, because I've talked this two or three times. But, but knowing the Word is not just knowing Scripture. Now, when you know the Word, you want to know Scripture because you want to know what He thinks. You want to know what He... Just, you know, show me your glory. Well, you find the glory in the, in the Scripture, but you find relationship in knowing the Word who is a person. So I want to invite you, anybody that's listening, I want to invite you uh, to know the Word, the person of the Word. Yes. You may only know John 3.16. But if that's all you know, that's your introduction to that intimacy that He is. Can I pray before we... Absolutely, uh, please do. Heavenly Father, I thank you today for those that are listening, those that are watching. And Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. God, I sense your healing power. Thank you. As as this podcast goes out, as this YouTube video goes out, God, I sense your healing touch. God, and that you began to touch. uh, I sense diabetes and and I sense arthritis and I sense uh, blood disease and and, and many internal organs being touched. And God, through this word of knowledge, God, that comes from relationship with you. And Father, in the name of Jesus, those that need some agreement today, God, those of us in this room today, Pastor Lonnie and myself, we agree with you and we believe that God brings forth the healing power of God. 
the salvation of the Lord. God, and in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, that you break the power of Satan. It's already been broken, but some haven't realized it yet. And we stand with them that you manifest the defeat of every demonic force that's trying to come against our lives. And in the name of Jesus, we pray for those that just need uh, to come to you as a Savior right now. And in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for encouraging us, lifting us up, and taking us on with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen, Brother Roger. Thank you again so much for coming and being with us today. And uh, I want to remind the people in closing today that you can pull us up on YouTube as well if you'd like to see this broadcast. And we just encourage you to do that. And just... uh, Press on into God. Paul said, I, I, forgetting those things that are behind, but I press on. So let's press on. I, we encourage you. Uh, Prophet Roger and I want to encourage you today. You continue to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus because he is your answer. God bless you until we meet again. God.